Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. everyone, I'm Liam, the daughter. I'm Lori, I'm the mom. Welcome to Witch Whispers. Witch Whispers. What do you got for me today? I'm up today. Okay. And I'm super excited. You know why? Why? Because I'm talking about music. <laughs> oh, yes. And you know, every time I talk about music, I get super excited. You love it. It's your favorite. I do. Yeah. I do. And you're always making fun of my late night documentary watching. You do love a documentary more than anyone mm-hmm. I've ever met. Mm-hmm. But one night I was scrolling around <laughs> on the old Netflix okay. and I came across this 2006 documentary. Oh, 2006? We're going way 2006, back. 2006, yeah. Okay. And it's called Who is Harry Nilsson and Why is Everybody Talking About Him? Well, okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna stop you right there. I don't think you're, anybody <laughs> You're going to say, who is Harry Nilsson? Yeah. We're, and we are going to talk about him. You know him. what? I don't think my generation's been talking about him, but I don't know. <laughs> Well, I thought it was interesting because given my love of music and definitely my love of 70s balladeers. What? Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, uh, oh, you know. like a ballad. Yes. A balladeer. A balladeer. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Took me a minute. Yeah. Um, but I really didn't know that much about Harry. Yeah, I don't really either. Yeah. Um, I was intrigued. Okay. And so Tell me about I it. watched this documentary and yeah. thus began a two-year love affair with Harry Nilsson. Two years. <laughs> and his catalog of music. Your yes. longest love affair of quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So American singer, songwriter, Harry Nielsen mm-hmm. was born Harry Edward Nielsen <laughs> Harry, the third. Harry. <laughs> on June 15th, okay. 1941 June in 15th. Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Here's the chart. Give it to me. We've got a sun in Gemini. Okay. Immediately, yes. We've got a moon in Pisces. Oh. Ooh. Oh, ouch. And we've got a rising yeah. in Aries. <gasps> oh, ooh, okay. <laughs> and we also, because if you go through and listen to some of his music, I had to know what his Venus was, and it's his, in Cancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that, I think that's what Jake's Venus is in, there Cancer. Okay, go. we're connecting to Harry here. Yes. Astrologically, and, yes. I'm giving him a thumbs up. Yes, and he also is going to play in to Uncle Bob's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's going to make sense for he why weaves. we're talking about him. Okay. He's weaving on into the Ooh, pop okay, culture. Okay, now I'm g- color me intrigued. All right. <laughs> Harry Nilsson is considered one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Okay, so I'm really sorry I ripped on him yeah. a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, and he is, listen to this. Jake okay. is going to be impressed, I think. He yeah. is credited as a pioneer of the vocal overdub. Okay. The inventor of the first mashup song. With You Can't Do That. No. Yes. He invented the mashup. Invented the mashup. You know what? I thought Glee took credit for that. No. Nope, <laughs> they, they loved a mashup. They, they uh, borrowed that from Harry. I'm a Glee fan. Have I stated that? You so have. So my opinions on music mean absolutely <laughs> nothing. Um, no, they don't. Anyway, You're continue. <laughs> um, and he created the first ever remix album entitled Aerial Pandemonium Ballet in 1971. 
Pandemonium Ballet. Okay. I know. It sounds like a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. He gets props as a pioneer in the Los Angeles studio sound Mm -hmm. and also for bridging 1960s psychedelia with the 70s singer-songwriter era. So the balladeer. I have so many questions. You said psychedelia? Psychedelia. I've I've never heard it. That's a musical (laughs) genre. Psychedelia. Psychedelia. Um, and I thought you said he was born in Brooklyn. How'd he get to LA? Yeah. Where, where'd he go? Yeah, well, he left New York as a teenager and he went to LA. He wanted some sun. He wanted some sun and fun. Okay, got yes. it. Yes. So, again, it after- It was a beachy time. Right. The 70s. The beachy time. <laughs> but all of that, I just told you. Yeah. Pretty impressive, right? Yeah, I'm there. Okay. All of that. And Harry left school after ninth grade. See? Never even graduated. Never even graduated. TM. Wow. He stands out as one of the few pop rock recording artists who have attained such significant commercial success without touring regularly Mm. or performing publicly. Publicly. Publicly, you get me every time. Got, it's always I funny. always have to get when one. So <laughs> it is. I get so passionate. Like if you could see her, she's like I'm moving so, her hands, and she's so. I love passionate. Harry Nilsson so much. <laughs> anyway, he hardly performed publicly at any major concert venues okay. because he preferred to just stay in the studio. Ah, interesting. Harry hit his stride in the 1970s with uh-huh. two Smash Gold albums. Nilsson Schmilson and Son of Schmilson, okay. <laughs> which featured his hit tunes Without You and Coconut, which you may know from the Practical Magic <gasps> soundtrack. Yes. When they're doing the Midnight Margaritas. Doctor, <laughs> is there nothing that can take us? <laughs> Right. You know what? I was wondering if we were going to go right. for the high note. And I, we I did. can't. <laughs> Not well. I'm proud of us. Not well. His hit tune, Everybody's Talking, was featured heavily in the highly praised 1969 film, Midnight Cowboy. Okay. And his songs have been used on countless movie soundtracks, like yeah. Goodfellas, Ooh. Jump Into the Fire. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. Got Mail featured five Harry tunes. Yeah. And uh, he was in Forrest Gump, Casino, Contact, The Craft, Reservoir Dogs. Damn. And he wrote the entire score of Robert Altman's musical Popeye starring Robin Williams. Holy shit. Right? Okay. Jump Into the Fire, is that what you said? I think Mm. I like that one. That is such a good one and such a well-placed song. In, in that movie. In that movie. Mm, okay, I'm go- now so I'm going to have to go watch it. You're going to have to go watch it. Um, and if you're as old as dirt like I am, oh. you might remember <laughs> <Self roast. laughs> a wonderful little TV show called The Courtship of Eddie's Father, Okay, uh, which Nilsson uh, was commissioned to pen and perform the theme song entitled Best Friend, which became- People let me tell you about Is that my it? Best oh my God, friend. I was taking a yep. shot in the dark. That's it. I'm proud of myself. That's it. So it became very- popular in and of itself and there you go it's proven because you know it cute lore right you're my best friend I know you're my best friend yeah. <laughs> <You're cute. laughs> in a 1968 press conference the Beatles were asked who their favorite American group was okay. and the response was simply Nilsson well not a group but you know right? it counts right Right. So thus beginning a <laughs> lifelong friendship between Harry and the Beatles. Their sounds are kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, specifically Lennon and Ringo. Yeah. The oh, three yeah. of them. Yeah. The stories of their partying days are almost as famous as the trio themselves. Oh, really? Was he yeah. a little wild one? Oh, my gosh. Well, he's a Gemini. So, much. so There you go. Yeah. The trio were dubbed the Hollywood vampires. Okay. Uh, no. Because yeah, <laughs> they stayed out all night. <laughs> 
Vampire implies like goth or something, not like fucking Ringo Starr. Um, well, wait, Vampire's Kiss starring Ringo Starr. Hot yogurt toast. Ew. Hot Ew. Ringo toast. <laughs> Literally. I just almost vomited. Well, I've got a, a fun fact that will just have you spin in even more. Okay. All right. So it wasn't long before Harry Nelson was being called the American Beetle. Okay. Which prompted him to purchase a residence in London near Apple Records Ooh. to be closer to his house. Okay. Love it. Love yeah. a little bromance. It was flat 12. Nine occurs on place at the edge of Mayfair. Okay. All right. And this is where it comes into Uncle Bob's. Okay. Is this where we're getting? <laughs> is this yes, where we're getting we're magical? Getting, we're getting there. I was wondering. Yeah. So after the deaths of two of his famous friends, Harry became convinced that his flat was cursed. Oh, we've got a curse. Yes. As his main residency was in the U.S., of course, mm-hmm. Harry's place in London was often uninhabited. Oh, I see. And he was happy to let his friends crash while he wasn't there. Like a little Airbnb. Yes. Ah. Maybe, hey, maybe he invented that too. <laughs> you know what? I mean, he's invented, <laughs> so, I mean, he was credited with so <laughs> many other things. There. Right. Um, in 1974, his friend Cass Elliott, Mama Cass. My know is Mama Cass from the her. Mamas and the Papas. Yes. I was performing solo at the London Palladium mm-hmm. and was hanging her hat at Harry's for a bit. Oh, uh-oh. Yes. On July 29th, Cass was found dead in the flat at the tender age of 32. Oh, my God. She was only 32. 32. Oh, wow. I don't think I ever, like, put that put into that perspective. Together. Yeah. Ouch. So the first doctor that arrived on the scene mm-hmm. noticed that lying next to Mama Cass was a ham sandwich. Okay. Jumping to the conclusion uh-huh. that she must have choked to death on said ham sandwich. Okay. This gave rise to the sandwich myth. Yes. That has lived on in infamy ever since. We all know it. We not all cool. know that was not the case. Right. Uh, she had, in fact, died of heart failure oh, at the age of 32. Oh, I'm so sad. Um, and they thought You've that, devastated me all uh, over I know. again. And the thought is that it was brought on by her years of crash dieting, oh. um, and it weakened her heart. So 32, that is so oh. young. Rest in peace, Mama Cass. I know. And Harry Nielsen was crushed. So in his flat. In you his called it flat. a flat. In his flat. I have yes, to get we're in London. London. we got to get we're, the lingo down. We're in London. No. That's right. <laughs> nope. Finn. <laughs> Immediately. You heard Leanne. She said it. All right. Oh, shit. Okay. We're at the flat. All right. So we're at the flat. So Harry's crushed. Yeah. Uh, So it only stands to reason a few years later in 1978 when his friend Keith Moon, Mm -hmm. the infamous and notoriously eccentric drummer for The Who, hit Harry up for his crash pad. Oh, geez. No. Don't do it. No. Harry was not keen on the idea, but fellow Who bandmate Pete Townsend assured Harry that lightning never strikes twice. In well, the same place. Well, you can't fucking say something like that. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> shut it. <laughs> shut it, Pete. So Harry agreed. Ugh. But nonetheless, on September 7th, 1978, Keith mm. Moon was found dead in the very same bed that Mama Cass was found the in. The same bed? Yep. Just four years earlier. Damn. Moon died from an apparent overdose okay. of hemineverin, okay. which was a prescription drug used to combat alcoholism. Oh, shit. He also was 32. No, he was not. Yeah. Are you kidding? No. Okay. I'm stunned. See, even October right. was like, bitch, <laughs> what like, the fuck did you just say? What's going on? 
on. Yeah. He was 32. See, I don't know a lot about Keith Moon mm-hmm. or like the who. Yeah. So, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Crazy, right? So dev- I'm a little spooked. I know. So devastated by the two deaths, Nielsen sold his cursed flag. <laughs> he said, fucking he take said, this thing away from get me, Get it please. out of here. Uh, to none other than Keith Moon's bandmate, Pete Townsend. Oh, Pete. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. All right, okay, Pete. Pete. Um, and Harry decided to head back and concentrate his life in L.A. Why the he fuck would Pete want that? Hold on. Right, sorry. Exactly <laughs> okay, right. Why the fuck? Kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. A little. Bad I know. vibes. Icky. Bad, bad vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so Harry says, nope, I'm done with London. I'm going back to L.A. I'm going to oh, stay shit. there. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so later, Nielsen would claim that the flat was giving him bad vibrations. Oh. Mm. As the Beach Boys the would say, not good vibrations. <laughs> um, ever since he owned it, uh, you oh, know, still to yes. this day. And at Wait, one point, is he alive? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did you tell me that already? No, I okay. didn't. I didn't. We're well, getting there. How was I? We're to getting know. there. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he said it was giving bad vibrations um, the whole time he owned it. And at one point, he stated his bathroom mirror, okay. which had an etching of a hangman's noose in it. On it, it just what he just saw it appear, or what? It, like. No, I think it was etched into the glass for oh, some like reason. that was an artistic choice. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, <laughs> it gave him, but not one that he chose. I think Ringo Starr chose it because that's a whole other story. He was like the interior okay. designer. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about right? Ringo Starr. Right? He had his hand in a lot of pots. Yeah. Anyway, it gave him a very bad feeling, and he always felt like someone was whistling to him from the cemetery. Ooh, spooky. Yikes. Very okay, spooky. I don't like that. All right. So that is the cursed flat of Harry Nielsen. Ooh. So here's a few fun facts. Okay. All right. Ringo Starr decided to produce a film entitled Son of Dracula. No, he did yes, not. Yes, he did. <laughs> Starring none other than Harry Nielsen. Okay. Now hold That's on. The star. Hold on. <laughs> this is where Harry met Keith Moon on the set because they were all like involved in this. So in doomed this film. on the set of a vampire film. That's right. Wow. There what you a bitch. Go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so and another side note, another fun fact, when John Lennon was assassinated in 1980, Harry mm-hmm. took a hiatus from the music industry. Okay. And he became a huge advocate for gun control. Aww. Even stepping out of the privacy of the studio, which he so much preferred, yeah. to raise money for the campaign. Okay. Um, and since not much has changed yeah. since the 1980s, um, you know, as we're witnessing, yeah. I'm sure Harry would still be going strong for the cause if his life had not been cut short at the tender age of 52. 52. His crazy party days caught up to him, and he passed away in his sleep of heart failure. Okay. Well, now yeah. you've devastated me. You've taken me. You've done one of those emotional roller coasters. I roller coasters. Roller coasters. <laughs> I know. Um, but I absolutely love Harry Nielsen. Yeah. I urge you to check out this documentary. Okay. You know what? I might. It really. I might. It is seems so good. Like an interesting piece of music history that I'm missing. Right. So I might. And I'm sure you'll fall in love with him just as much as I did. Okay, oh, Lori, he's one you, of a kind. Like you, seriously, one of a kind. You're getting like heated. I, Are you about to shed a tear? Dude, You're so I mean, passionate. This, this I was love really it. such a good documentary. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Laura, you should create a list of like all of your favorite documentaries. I'm sure people would love to see that. They probably Honestly, would. And yes. then you can, you won't have to say who is Harry Nielsen and why hey, is everybody talking hey, about him. I know him? now. That's right. I'm going to be talking about him. He was good friends. Yeah. Cool. He was good friends with Robin Williams. He was good friends with, well, um, you hey. know, Mickey. 
Mickey Dolan's from the <laughs> Mickey. monkeys. Mickey oh, Dolan's from the monkeys. They okay. were good friends. Like, yeah. And he just grad just like didn't even get out of I'm like so <laughs> flustered. Like finished ninth grade and then was like a mastermind taught himself how to play piano and all of this stuff. Like, I love it. Crazy. Harry, you talented That's a musician. That is a real musician. Yeah. Singer, songwriter. Rest played in his peace, Harry. And I'm glad you sold your cursed flat. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. Go listen to some Harry Nelson music. I can I'm feel sure your, you'll love it. your uh, energy, your passion. It was I love beautiful. Him. I love him. That was very interesting. Um, and he does have his own website. I don't okay. know who's running that, but there is, uh, you know. Is there a t-shirt? There's a tchotchke shop. Oh, no. I'm going to be getting me a t-shirt. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Out. Look the fuck out. It's already in the basket. <laughs> and ready to be checked out. I'm checking out. <laughs> All right. Well, there thank you, you Laura. Thanks for so, sharing. Yeah. So that's Harry Nielsen. And uh, go yeah. listen to some of his tunes. I bet you will know more than you think. I bet I will. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you're Interesting. right. Interesting. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll catch you on the flippity flop <laughs> on Friday. Hell yeah. For our full okay. length <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot her life. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on. <laughs>